What's going on, Sports Nation? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we will be breaking down news that's relevant in the sports world. It's your host, Eddie. And as well, what's going on, my guy? You took too long to answer that, bro. Like, come on, you messed up the whole flow of everything. Why would you do that? Why? Can you not hear me? No, I can't hear you, but why would you wait so long um, to answer my question? Okay. What's going on, you know? All what's right. going on, Sports Nation, you know? Uh, well, you I mean, well, I mean... I don't know if you know the definition no, of a no, nation. No, 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 no. But I'm not a nation. Anything. You don't mean anything, okay? Just say you're sorry. Say you apologize or apologize and move on. That's it. Let me hear it. It's like, a, yeah, it's like you're like my girlfriend or something. Like, you just always complaining. Like, why do I have to be compared to your girlfriend? Like, you just complaining. Like, why? Because like, you, you're, be, you're doing so you're girlfriend activities. Huh? You're doing girlfriend activities. Just complaining. Just so you so you're you're telling me that your girlfriend complains. It must be a you problem then, because if you don't give her a reason to complain, she won't complain. And I that's said my girlfriend, you. or did I just say girlfriends just complain? Like you like a girlfriend. You sound right like now. my. Like you you sound like my girlfriend, not a girlfriend. You said like my girlfriend. Uh, so yes, okay. yeah, yeah, terminology, got it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. okay. Wow. I mean, you know, yours, yours used to complain too. So, I mean, you know, let's not. No. <laughs> why are you laughing for? Why, why are you laughing for? Why are you laughing for? That's the question. Dead. Why are you laughing for? Oh my gosh. Man. Why are you Let's laughing for? This is the question. Let's move on. Answer the question. Why are you laughing for? Because <laughs> it's funny. It's like it was funny. Oh, that's funny. What's funny about it? <laughs> you asking me the question? <laughs> We're a funny guy. What's funny about it? No, nah, what's going on, bro? Nah, man, nothing much, nothing much. You know, nothing just, new, nothing new. Oh, but always something new in the sports world, though. That's the thing. Hey, look, I can tell you what's new though is you going two and zero with your weekend picks. Small sample size, but you did call the upset at Arrowhead Stadium, man. I just want to yes, get straight yes, into that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, man, yes. go ahead. I mean, look, the floor is all yours. I mean, look, you called it, so go ahead. Let's. And for know, people who don't believe me, I wrote about these articles about like a couple of weeks ago as well too i called this way before the playoffs even started oh so shoot. Talk yes. To him. yes yes so guys give me my respect talk yeah, to I, them i told you like i'm i'm when i'm right i'm right when i'm wrong i'm right you know what i'm saying so wait what like you guys know what the real is i told you guys when it comes to the nba picks nfl mm-hmm. picks i'm right about everything uh i'm really wrong it's a rare like it has to be a bad day like Cows have to be falling from the sky for me to be wrong. Okay, so that's the biggest thing. I mean, you well, well, then we'd have had that a lot going by our NFL picks, but but yes, oh, yeah. go, ahead, go ahead. But there are, but if you notice, there are a lot of cows falling from the sky. Yeah, days, yeah, no, yeah. no, that's actually true. Like I, exactly. like I have been noticing that when I go outside, I've been ducking cows. Like it's, exactly, it's crazy. exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's so big. Yeah. You 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 spot them a mile away. But no, yo, it's so big and it's a move, so you can see him. You know what I'm it's saying? Yo, bro, you like, yo, you're right. I know. I, I, I am. I'm always right. Oh, Anyways, right. enough about me. Enough about me, man. You know, right. I don't want to brag too much. I'm a humble guy, you know. I'm man, really humble, and I want to do this thing where I work hard and don't say a peep of what I do in life, pretty much. So okay. that's what we have right there. Okay. All right. Enough of that. All right, yeah, man. Let's get straight into it because on. you know what happened. Uh, yesterday, in regards mm-hmm. to these games, uh, do you want? I'll give you a choice. Actually, do you want to go into the the uh championship recap, or 
do you want to go into some news about the 49ers camp? Uh no, just talk about the games. I don't really care about what's going on in, in the 49ers camp. Well, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna come to the war. So, like, you know, we're gonna talk about both of them. Okay, like, well, if it's not about Jimmy G packing his bags and moving to like Detroit or something, then I don't really care. I mean, it's really important though. Important. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Give me the, you're choosing the Niners the camp. Yeah, okay. All right, so reports have it that these two guys who are very crucial to how the 49ers do business and how they run things. Debo Samuel and George and Nick Bosa, sorry, are uncertain about their contract extensions for next season. Debo set to make 3.99 million um, base salary uh, in his final year of his rookie contract. And this year he racked up 1,405 yards and six TDs, adding 59 carries, 365 yards and eight more scores. All right. For Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. Off of that ACL tear that he had a year ago, came back, had his one of his best careers, probably the best career so far. 52 tackles, 15.5 sacks, four first, four forced fumbles, and 21 tackles for loss. NFL best. Both of these guys, Pro Bowl selections. Both of them young as hell, too. Uh, so well, mm-hmm. I asked you two questions. Okay. How crucial are these two guys? Do you think they're replaceable? First of all, like, that's what I'm basically. No, to they're not replaceable. Okay. No. And two, which of the two are you keeping for the team if you have to come down to it? Ooh. Yes. Ooh. So, you know, you answered the I question. I like that question. Oh, okay. So one, so one, both of them are not replaceable. You can't replace them. Okay. Now. You can't replace Nick Bosa for an edge rusher? Nah. I mean, but, I mean, no, obviously, like, they're replaceable. But I'm talking about production-wise. They're not replaceable. Okay. Now, in, in, terms, of, in terms of availability, probably. But there are some good free agents out there that can play in Nick Bosa's position. I'm not going to lie to you. If I'm the 49ers, I'm keeping Debo. I think, mm. that, I think that you have to keep Debo, especially if you're going to be going into this Trey Lance era, which mm. is what should be starting as of yesterday after that game. Then I do think that you need to keep Debo Samuels. He's your best offensive weapon, and he's better than George Kittle um, in terms of production. Uh, George Kittle had a good year as well. Yeah. But yes. Debo is clearly the number one weapon on that offense right now. I mean, the guy is, is in the backfield. He's in slot. He's out wide. doesn't matter. You find him where to get the ball. And you saw mm-hmm. yesterday, like, with that, I think it was like a little screen pass that that they uh, threw him, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, took all the way and, to the house. And took it all the way. So, like, you know, you're going to need that uh, for for Trey Lance. And, you know, he's, like, he's going to need that safety net. Yes, you do have George Kittle there. But you need that receiver there. And Debo is just a monster. And he's just so versatile. I think he's more versatile than Bosa in terms of what he brings to, like, the team. Whereas Bosa is just mainly, like, an edge rusher and, you know, a guy to put pressure on a quarterback, which he does very well. You have Debo, who does a lot more on the offensive side. And, you know, your young quarterback is going to be relying on him a lot. So I think that they definitely need to keep Debo if it came down to that. Now, I don't know how much cap they have, but they should be looking to sign both, like, to whatever deals. Like, they should be trying to work that out, whether you got to cut some people. Also, don't forget, the 49ers defense ranked third overall uh, this year. Obviously, you know, Nick Bosa does play a role. But if you lose Nick Bosa, it's still a pretty solid defensive unit. Now, obviously, like the edge rush wouldn't be as dynamic, but it's still an overall solid unit. Like they're coached very well. So I don't think that the loss would would be felt as much on defense as it would be felt as much on offense without Debo there. All right. So um, two things for me. One. I do agree that the Niners defense has played well this season that, you know, obviously top three. Um, 
but funny how you mentioned that the top three, and I still don't think they're like a shutdown defense or like a defense that can necessarily, um, you know, be well. It's kind of tough for me because I've seen a lot of times this season where they had some mental breakdowns, which is common. Uh, but you know, top three still no slash to talk about. Now, when it comes to keeping Debo or Nick Bosa, I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I would choose Nick Bosa. I would keep Nick Bosa over Debo. And I'll tell you why. You mentioned that he is a versatile weapon for Trey Lance in the future, a guy who could line up in the backfield, and his impact is definitely the greatest on offense compared to Kittle. Mm-hmm. But I just look at, yes, their defense is ranked third this season. But I look at what started that whole trend. Nick Bosa did. If you look at the, that draft, when he got drafted in the first round, he completely changed, not the defense, but the whole entire team's mentality, the philosophy. It was like a culture swing. For me, so I don't really think it them, was him. Huh? I mean, What's he that? he played a major role. I won't say it's, it's just yeah, it was just it wasn't just him, but he played a major role. I'm talking about one of the biggest mm-hmm. roles on that team, and that prompted okay. them to make it to the Super Bowl that year. So, yes, edge rushers are replaceable. Yes, receivers are, are replaceable as well too. But when it comes down to it, I think that you keep Nick Bosa. Um, what his production is on the field isn't uh really what can be mirrored by a lot of top edge rushers in the league this year. And you'll see that this year that like, he's going to command a hefty salary. Like he should be paid around thirty million uh, base salary easily, easily twenty five million. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Okay. Yeah, because if you look at you know you look at T.J. Watts and his contract and what he got eighty million guaranteed. Like Nick Bosa is going to get something around that. Like he's not going to get probably the higher, or uh, but he's going to get something around that area of of, of you know. And that would be fair for him, and and that would be fair for him to demand. But yes, I think that the point that oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I I mean, no, you go ahead. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. No, I was saying that I didn't want. Well, no, no, I didn't want, but I want to ask you. So, if the 49ers, let's say, because I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that they'll have both. But I do like how you brought up the question of the what if. Now, what message does that send? to your young quarterback Trey Lance if you're getting rid of your like his best weapon and I'm not gonna lie to you I think Debo's a monster and I think that he was still wasted this year with uh Jimmy Garoppolo at uh, quarterback now Jimmy G's not a bum he's not but he's not that good he's a very subpar very average lackluster you you know like even like the fact that George Kittle only had like two catches in an NFC championship game Debo Mm. only had four he's your two best weapons like, and they have six catches combined. That's unacceptable. And I think that the quarterback uh, position is uh, kind of holding this team back. Now, you go, you add Trey Lance. Look, we don't know what Trey Lance is going to be, but sure. I really like him more than Jimmy G. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd rather sure. go with the unknown than what I do know, you know, in this situation. Yes. And and now you have Trey Lance coming in. He looks, you know, like he looks the part. I mean, he's had a couple big plays this season in his limited time. And I think if you let go of Debo Samuels, then you're doing Trey Lance a disservice. You drafted this guy to be the guy. Like mm-hmm. that'd be like mm-hmm. if that'd be like if the Chiefs let go of Tyreek Hill to re-sign Chris Jones. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. not that both aren't important, but this is your franchise quarterback that that that, that you traded up for. You traded to draft Trey Lance. Like, if I'm not mistaken, yes, they mm-hmm. did. They traded up for number three. So you have to give him all the tools to succeed on that offense. And they have the tools, I believe. You know, mm-hmm. Brandon 
uh, Ayuk is a good second uh, option. Uh, you know, Debo obviously is wide receiver one. Then you have George Kittle, who's a top five tight end. And then it looks like you have your running back for the future with the rookie in Elijah Mitchell. And you have a solid offensive line. And then going into this year, have 30, I think, no, that's you have 38 million in cap space, I believe. So Fifth. they're ranked 20, 20th right now in, in cap space. I'm looking at right now. And yeah, and what's that? Is it is it is it like 38? I think I like read that somewhere. Um I could be mistaken. Like what's your like what's your total cap active, space? Uh so okay, so active cap okay. Let me let me figure this out first. It, it don't it don't just like tell you like next to it. Uh no. so they have around five thousand. Five thousand? I'm joking. <laughs> five million. <laughs> oh, five million. Okay, so then I guess. Yeah. So, so then I guess that it goes up. Where did I read that it was thirty? Oh so, no! Oh no! No no! I'm wrong. The Rams have thirty-eight million after some players like leave this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but you have to. Yeah. No, you have to keep Debo over Bosa if it does come down to that, because you need this quarterback to succeed, and you have to give him all the weapons that 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 he can to succeed. Or else, then what was the point? Like, what was the point in trading up for him if you're not going to do all that you can to see him succeed? You might as well just keep Jimmy Garoppolo if you're if you're going to get rid of Debo. Mm. Wouldn't really yeah, make any funny, sense. It's funny you mentioned that. I don't know, man. Mm. I just think that this team is built on the run anyway. So letting go of Debo, who is a very versatile weapon, I get that. But May why do you not think be that? a big uh, – huh? But why do you think that it's, like, kind of just based on the run? Like, I, I no, think, the team I think is built on the run. That's, yeah, that's what it is. yeah. I think that's the question that you have to ask yourself: is why? Like, why do you think that? Because they don't have a QB good Ex- enough to exactly. Because Jimmy but, who, I know that that is true, but who yeah. is to say? But I mean, they were always a running team, though. They always they were always mostly yeah, okay. But when's the last time that team. okay? Wait, but okay, wait. But when's the last time that that the 49ers had like a really good quarterback? Alex Smith was average. Colin Kaepernick. But Colin Kaepernick was a run first quarterback. So then, I mean, so then like your running game argument kind of boosts with Colin Kaepernick because he's a dual, because he's a running quarterback. You asked me, you asked me when was the best time they had, I mean, when was the last time they had a, a top quarterback? That's why I gave you. Well, Colin Kaepernick was never a top quarterback. He had a good season, but he was never like a top five, top 10 quarterback. Like he was very versatile. For that season, for that season like, I believe he was top 10. For that season, okay, that, that one year, one day he had, he was top yeah. 10. All right, all right, fair, but that was a one-year thing, and the running game looked good because it's kind of like with like the Ravens and a Lamar Jackson kind of thing. Like the running game was good because the quarterback also adds to that. But right. I'm saying, like, when's like the last time that like that the 49ers had a quarterback that can really just air the ball out? Like, like what? And I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know their history like that. To, but the but the name that comes to mind is I don't know when Joe Montana retired. <laughs> But I'm dead. I'm dead. like, who have they had that can really throw the ball? So we've grown up on the 49ers kind of being a run team because we haven't really seen them have the like the kind of quarterback that allows them to be anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think that plays a big role. But I think with Trey Lance, you, you have the opportunity to have a quarterback that can, you know, like let the ball go. But how do you so, know that, though? Who's to say that Kyle Shanahan changes up his whole offense next season just because of the thought of having Trey Lance to air the ball out. What if he wants to use the run to protect his QB and well, win games off his defense, which is why Nick Bosa becomes so important to the okay, team yes. now. Okay, yes. And that's actually a very good point. But what I would say to you again, though, is that um, then why would you trade up for this guy if you're going to just 
be just running the ball, playing it safe, like what you've been doing this whole time. Then, so then answer the question, like, so now are you doing what's in your quarterback's best interest or what you think is in your best interest and what you, and what's in your quarterback's best interest is what's in your best interest. Because, you know, you're, like mm. this regime of the, of the Niners is going to live and die by Trey Lance. So if Trey Lance flops, this is going to be a, a reflection on the GM, on Kyle Shanahan, which could, which could cost them their job. If Trey Lance is a stud and looks and looks like a superstar, then it benefits them as well. So my thing mm-hmm. is, what's the point in trading up for the quarterback if you're going to do the same old thing? You should just the kept point, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, you're right. They, the point is that mm-hmm. they knew coming into the season that Jimmy Garoppolo was not the answer. And yeah. that was due to his play, due to his injury history. Mm-hmm. So they knew that they had to come in and get a new QB, draft the young QB, to see if they could have one for the future. Now, when it comes to the uh, the coordinating and the play calling for next season, I don't really expect them to be as conservative as they were the past years with Jimmy Garoppolo, but okay. th- they will still be run heavy for me, in my opinion. Like, they oh, will no, still yeah. be on the run. Oh, no, of course. You know, yes. And I... And I'm not disagreeing with you, especially with it's going to be his first year starting. So... Like there's definitely gonna be some like some breaks and like you know in terms of you don't want to overwhelm him too fast. But Indeed. if he comes out and if he's slinging the rock, let's be real. Like then like you kind of have to change stuff up if he's proving that he can take on a, a like a bigger load. But yes. I do agree. Yeah, no, I I do agree. I think to start off they will be playing it conservative. Do you know one stat that's very funny and very scary at the same time? The Cincinnati Bengals are fourth in the league in cap space, and they're in the Super Bowl, bro. (laughs) So that means if they win, win or lose, they have enough cap space to sign more players, bro. (laughs) Yeah, uh, what's actually eight million? No, yeah, what's actually what's actually what's actually crazy about that is that the Cincinnati Bengals they only had four wins last year, and you look at it, and then now they're in the Super Bowl. Funny Let's thing, really that. quickly, do you that. know that the draft – so do you know that the first bet, I think, because we got this at Bleacher Report, that, that the first bet placed for next year's Super Bowl uh, win, um, I think it was at DraftKings or Caesars, one of those two, wasn't FanDuel, okay. Okay. was for $5,000, and this could win them a million dollars. Now, okay. guess who they put that on? Uh, had to be Joe Burr. No. Right? No? No. No. That's you won't guess it. I'll give you three guesses, and you won't get it. Wait, are we talking about? Can I have a hint? Like, they which placed, conference? They placed AFC team. They placed the future. Yeah, yeah. They placed a future bet on the bank. I mean, not not on the Bengals, but they placed a future bet for next year's Super Bowl for okay. five thousand, and it could bring them back a million if it hits. It's a team in the okay. AFC. Three. Okay. Come on, three guesses. <laughs> okay, wait, but also, okay. But also, hold on, wait. But also, think about this: they okay. put down five thousand, and it could win them back one million. One million. So the odds are insane. The odds are insane. Got a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, first guess is Denver Broncos. Wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Second guess is New York Jets. Yes. It's New York Jets. Yes. I'm, yes. serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. No way. That's <laughs> that man smoking that crystal dust. There is oh. no way the New York Jets are winning the 2020. Wait, 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 wait. But what's what's far fetched from following the blueprint of what the Bengals set before us 
to become that team to make it because Zach Wilson's not Joe Burrow. But how do you <laughs> that, know that? That's why. That's why. Huh? How do you know that though? How you know he won't you come saw, out slinging that next year? You saw Zach Wilson's rookie year. But how do you know he won't come out? I mean, that's a lot of things. It wasn't just his fault. Okay, and Joe Burrow's rookie year was not that bad. Joe Burrow had promise. People saying that Zach Wilson's a bust. But Joe Burrow had a better is. team. Joe Burrow had a better team than Zach Wilson did. He had a better coaching staff. Zach Wilson has a rookie play caller. Joe Burrow doesn't his have rookie that. year. Yes, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. The Bengals. His rookie season were not that good. They weren't that good. But like their no, best they, receiver. They but he he still had a better receiving cast than we did. Right now, eh, eh. it's it's a little even, but th- you see you see levels, levels of it. The it's only levels. thing that like I'll give Go you Mixon? because the only thing that, that I'll give you is Mixon. Their all their offensive line is still shaky even now. It is, it is. like it is. yeah, no. Well, like the Bengals are not that good of a team. Let's be real; it's a miracle that the Bengals are here right now. Like let's no, it's not, bro. This is all bro. Bro, bro let's not the even truth. act, bro. To start this year off, they weren't even in the top ten. For, for what people were like, no, I think I think that a bet. No, I know, but what I'm saying is that for the predictions and for like what and for like what we thought that that this team was gonna be, nobody thought it was gonna be a Super Bowl playing. Like, so the fact that they're even here to me, they already won the Super Bowl in my op- opinion. One year yeah. you were four wins, this year you're in the Super Bowl. To me, it don't get no better than this. If you're a Bengals fan, like yo, like I'm just happy to be here because I think that they will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Okay. In the next five years, I think I think that they definitely will win one, but I don't know if they win one this year. But just even being here is great. Now, what I'm saying is, the Bengals, like they are, like bro, it is a miracle that the Bengals are here, considering the division miracle? that they. I don't get it. Wait, if, considering if that. They... Go ahead. I'm okay. If if they go about their business quietly, okay. then most teams. In the offseason. What do you mean they go about their business quietly? Like you know, like you know how the Rams were making some splashy plays, um, some you know, just Wait, the, the big name. Are you talking about this offseason or yeah, last offseason? This past offseason. This past offseason. Okay. This past offseason. You know, all these teams making these big name free agents, or at least the ones that did, and they went about their free agency pretty quiet. Their drafts pretty quiet, except for the, the Jamar Chase. You know, that had a lot of um backlash because they thought that they, they should have drafted Penny Sewell. Which didn't really work out because you see what happens there. But you know, I thought that to be honest, the mm-hmm. best draft, I mean, the best free agent signing this year was definitely Trey Hendrickson. Cause he he has transformed that D line. I don't think it's a it's a myth. I don't think it's a miracle Wait. either. That Wait, hold here. On. You said that the Bengals best 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 draft pick was who? No, I said their best. Sorry, I said their best free agent signing this past oh. offseason was Trey oh, Hendrickson. I was about to say, how can you not say it's Jamar Chase? So I say what? No, look, bro. I, look, I. And you said that this team was garbage. I, I, I didn't say they're garbage. I said that their defense was average. You said that I said the defense had, was no, average. No, you went on this whole rant. I forgot what episode it was, but you find said it. that this team. I'll find it. Maybe I'll find it one of these days. But you was like, yo. This team is not good. Defense sucks. Joe Burrow is is not that he's not that good. He's too turnover prone. And it's like all oh, this nonsense. I'm just like, what, what are you talking about? Like the season's not even done yet. And you over here making these outrageous claims about my guy Joe you were, Come on now. What? Were you not <laughs> the same guy after the Jets beat them that was saying that, yeah, like we crowned them too early. They're not that good. 
you know, uh, what's it called? Like they still have like a lot of like growing pains, et cetera, et cetera. And that was after no, y'all beat them. No, 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 no. P- we did crown them too early. We did. At I never crowned them. Hmm. I, it's not about, I, you, I never it's not about you crowning them. It's about you putting I them in the I never said that they were the best team in the AFC. It's about you putting them in the dungeon. That's what it is. I, you, it's not about you crowning And I still them. don't believe that they're the best team in the AFC. I still don't. So who's the best team right now? Well, no, obviously, we have no, to no, go. No, no, no. I'm not talking about obvious right now with them being in the Super Bowl. I'm saying who's the best team oh, okay. right now? It's still the Chiefs. It's still the Chiefs? It's still the hmm. Chiefs. Because, because, hmm. because, I, hmm. because it's like, I've I seen a lot of people giving, like, Joe Burrow, like, like all the credit. They didn't win that game because of Joe Burrow. They, like, they did what? it. They won that game because their defense you kept the Kansas City Chiefs to three points in a whole half. Joe Burrow's not he, doing that. Joe Burrow is on the sideline. Okay, yes. But the defense is what brought them back. The Chiefs were up 21 to 3. They were. Joe Burrow can't do shit about that. Let, let, let's Joe, get into that game. Joe Burrow. Yes, yes, yes. But Joe Burrow can't do nothing about them being up 21 to 3. Joe Burrow can't go out there and make tackles. Joe Burrow, you have to hope their defense is the reason that they're in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow did his job. But their defense did a spectacular job that second half. You keep the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The, um, the Chiefs, or was it Patrick Mahomes? Basically, they were up, like they were undefeated. I forgot like what stat it was. Like when, like, like when they're up, they like, were thirty-seven and zero at that time. Yeah, of, like, 15, like what? Yeah, fifteen plus points and and over for like having a like going in, like yeah, 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 like like going into halftime, right? Some, something like that. Yeah, I forget. Something what like was, that, right? Yeah. Point yeah. is. Yes, point is yes. Joe Burrow did, Joe Burrow did what he had to do, but let's say if Joe Burrow is going out there and he's balling out, right? But let's say mm. that defense isn't getting any stops. You're already down 18 points, so if they're gonna keep scoring, you can keep scoring as like as uh, as well. But you're not gonna wait, win. Wait, wait, but that I defense... could have sworn this defense gave up 21 points in the first half, and that 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 offense looked pretty unstoppable. You know, in the first half, and yo, they were down twenty-one to ten, mm-hmm. and that last drive by the Chiefs, they're about to score again. But the defense made a, a nice play by Eli Apple, but he also gave away the penalty that brought them to that point. That defense was shaky in the first half. Yes. So stop. Okay, yes, they, they made plays. In oh, okay, half. wait, they you, can so. that, but you can say that. You can say that. But you can say that. But you can say that. But what happened in the second half? Like the defense has to get the, the credit that for this win. The first game. No, yes, but I'm saying no. Well, no, it was a bit different because that first game was like a shootout both ways. This game wasn't so much of a shootout. Now it looked like the Chiefs were going to pull away and make it a blowout, but then the defense came to play the second half. Obviously, Joe Burrow he orchestrated the offense, but Joe Burrow's not out there on defense. So if they're so so if that defense isn't uh, getting stops, then how could you come back in the game? Very true, very true. But I'm saying in reference to the first game. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing because that defense still held that team to three points, and that team was still down by 11 going to halftime. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, of course your defense has to make some stops to win the game. I mean, like, that's the thing. You can't, like, we saw that last week with the Buffalo Bills. As long as your defense mm-hmm. doesn't get stops, you're not going to win the game, regardless of how great your QB plays. doesn't matter. Yes. But yes. Joe Burrow did his thing. So did Jamar Chase. They willed that team back. I'm talking about my guy breaking tackles from Chris Jones twice to get a first down, third and seven. My guy, 
Can you no, believe he didn't that? Break, he didn't. What he didn't break two tackles. He broke the yes, first one. Then, then Chris Jones didn't touch him. Chris Jones dove and he just jumped. Like yeah, like Chris oh, Jones. He, he didn't touch him. him a little bit. He touched him. No, he didn't. I see. Did no, he did. He didn't touch him. He only he only broke the initial tackle. He didn't. Uh, How confident are you? Are you? How confident are you on that word? You putting you putting fifty dollars on that? I'll, I'll I'll put fifty. <laughs> you would? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're really I mean, confident. Okay. Because like they only showed the replay about seven times. Hey. Hey. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the confidence mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. I like you it. I like me. it. Yeah, you know me. I'm a man of confidence. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> so okay, now wait. So, but like, I will say though is that look is that look kudos to you because that was a really gutsy pick. And and then and they didn't let you down. They didn't they didn't make you look like like an idiot. You know, I made myself look like an idiot though. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie because wait, what? I Ow. still bet on the Chiefs to win the game. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I you did. didn't. I missed out on three hundred dollars for that, bro. Yo. What a clown! What a clown! <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you really, bro? You saw the pick. You saw it. Like you, I showed oh, it nah, to you, bro. You're a wild. Uh, that parlay was crazy. I said, "Hey, no way, boy." I st- even when I would, I lose, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. But that's the one. But that's the one. I really want to win. Yeah, facts. Like facts. Like, bro. You know. Yo, question. <laughs> yes. I'm question. Question. Just really quickly. Unrelated, just really quickly, just give a yes or no. Do you think that Max Truce could hit five threes today? Ooh, against the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. I don't I mean it's kind of rare that he goes off with five threes in the game. You know, he's probably like due for maybe two or three in a game consistently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, five threes is a bit too much for me. Too much. Okay. Yeah, I think that's more Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero kind of range. Tyler, even though Tyler Hero struggled the last night, but still, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. All right, all right, let's keep it going. Though. All right, Bengals, rawr. You feel me? Wait, that's how Bengals make sounds? Hell no. Wait, so do how do they make never sounds? Never do that again. In my <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's how you do it. We go to the Super Bowl, baby. Stop Man, it. Lord. Joe Burrow, you feel me? T Higgins. All right, now look, real quick. Ah, No, look, real quick, real quick. Give me a real, give me a real early Super Bowl prediction. Look, it's two weeks away, but make your predictions now, because I just want to hear it now. You got to go to the Niners and Rams. You want to ask me right now? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. true. My fault. My fault. I'm so excited for the game, bro. Gotta warm up. Gotta warm up. I'm so excited for the game, man. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Okay, so uh, Niners and Rams, talk to me about that game. That was a very defensive matchup. Um, a very, you know. yeah, a very good uh, game overall. Uh, you know, I like, it was definitely defensive in that first half and second half. Definitely. Teams, like, they kind of loosened up. Hold on, really quickly, bro. Um, yeah, that's have to mute you because I, I am hearing the echo, so it's really quickly. Um, yeah, very good game. Uh, I was disappointed that uh, the Rams could not get the over or the or just both teams combined. But I did want the Rams to win. I I did bet Rams money line and they did come through a little bit shaky. You know, Matt Stafford looked a little shaky uh, in that first half. And yeah, look, the 49ers, like they really do play the Rams really well. But, you know, I think in the end, I think that the Rams just had the better team and Jimmy G just did Jimmy G things. Bro, his first loss to the Rams, actually. Indeed, indeed. I don't know why every time you say you hear echo, you say like, "Oh, really quickly, bro, I have to mute you real quick." Like, just, just mute me. I guess, like, you have to. Well, not. 
Well, no, because like you know, I don't need you to start talking, and then you think that you, because you know, sometimes like when you're talking, you're not really paying attention to like if you're muted or not. So you would start talking to kind of give you know like your interjection, and no. next thing you know, you like, oh shoot. So I you know, interject. It's just... I, I I let you speak like a, a manly man. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, anyways. The first half was really defensive, but I thought it could have been opened up for some more points for the Rams. I mean, you had that touchdown drop by, I forget the receiver's name. You had that interception in the first half. That was a really good play by the Niners' defense as well, too. But a lot of mistakes led to them being down only three at halftime. And I thought it was really over, man. I thought it was really over when this team went down by 10 points and that touchdown to George Kittle. I said, ain't no way. Like, not, not Matthew Stafford not about to go to the Super Bowl after working so hard for 13 seasons to get here to this point but his defense makes a couple of plays you saw that sideline huddle by Aaron Donald rallying up his teammates and making sure that they are on their p's and q's which they did do after that point on and on top of that obviously Cooper Cup OBJ making some great plays and see whatever I've said in the past still doesn't dispute how great of a receiver he is and how great of an impact he can have on I the field. tried to tell you not you. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 oh. listen. Relax. Relax. Okay. okay, okay. okay my okay, point okay, still okay. stands on what happened on Cleveland. I'm still going to stick to my point that there may have still been some teammates that have felt that way about OBJ that labeled him in that kind of way. But I was never disputing his impact on the field or what he mm-hmm, could have been. Mm-hmm, I knew that was all Baker. Mm-hmm, that was all Baker's mm-hmm, fault. Mm-hmm, you know, he's not Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford. He's not Matthew Stafford. It's funny. It's funny how now it's all Baker's fault. But back then, you didn't really seem like you were defending Odell too much. All right. But now, it's funny that now, seeing what Odell's doing now, oh my now you're trying to, <laughs> oh my now you trying to come over here. Stay where you was at. Stay. We don't want you over here. You're not I, welcome. You're not welcome. Hmm. You stay over there. All right. <laughs> the hype train has left. Okay. Oh the Super Bowl is in two weeks. It's too late for you. Okay. Let's not we don't want you here. You. Yo, let me tell you something right now, right? Oh my god. I tried gosh. to tell y'all about my boy OBJ. Has been nothing short of spectacular since heading to LA. People mad at him, calling him dumb for not going to the 49ers. I mean, no, not going to the uh, Packers. Who the hell want to live in Green Bay? If I could live in L.A., play with Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, what the hell am I going to Green Bay for? To live in 10-degree weather and to catch a rock outside because it's Lambeau Field? Hell out of here, man. My guy, Odell, is still a top 15 receiver in this league, and he's proven it right now. He just did not have the quarterback play to keep him there. And, I mean, it was kind of his fault with the injuries. I mean, you can't blame him for getting injured. But injuries also has held him back. But he's healthy. He's playing fantastic. Out of his mind, over 100 receiving yards yesterday. And Cooper Cup also uh, went off as well. And to me, Robert Woods is done. Not done in terms of with the team, but – what like wide receiver two? It's it's over. Okay, go talk to Van Jefferson when you come back from injury for wide receiver three because Odell is clearly better than both of those guys, and he's healthy. He's he's learning the uh, the playbook, and because of him, you can't even double up on Cooper Cup. Obviously, you still have to, but then you got to worry about him going off, which he is gonna go off. Now, um, I just I just want to say that Baker Mayfield's a bum, right? The Browns mm-hmm. are the Browns suck. Mm-hmm. They're about to give Baker a huge contract because he's just been a stable 
uh, force the that huge contract? You know? Probably not. That's not. That's not. Yes. Here. Yo, bro, they don't have a choice. I mean, they're gonna I give him a, probably that, a one-year contract, bro. I honestly think the Browns are about to give him a big contract, and like I'm, I mean, you know, like like when I say huge, I don't mean like record breaking, like because even like a few tens of millions to me is huge because I'm broke. So that's like what I mean by huge. But I think, but I think that like he will get a long-term deal there. Like I think he'll get like a four or five-year deal because the Browns have been looking for a quarterback for so long. He's been the most stable quarterback in like the last twenty years for them. So I think that yeah. they're just gonna give it to him because they because they because they still believe in him. Obviously they they believe in him. They 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 let Odell go for nothing. Now really quickly, I do want to kind of go back to your point uh, real quick about the Odell thing with you talking about in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Now. I remember we had that conversation um, and I was kind of saying that I don't really believe reports when people are too scared to name sources, because my opinion, you can just lie and then just say, according to my sources. So I can tell you anything that I want. And then when it's like, well, what's the, you could just say, Oh, my sources, but it's like, that's not a verifiable like that's not verifiable. It's so it's it's it's, it's so a I wanted to relate here. that. Oh, wait, 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 uh, real quick. So I wanted to relate that to like the Tom Brady thing yesterday. You saw okay. they, you know, you know, like per sources, Tom Brady to Tom, then Tom Brady's agent, dad, he put out a statement, like, yo, I didn't say that. So then now you go to Adam Schefter, and but I don't think Adam Schefter was the first guy to break it. It was somebody else, but Adam Schefter, he like retweeted it and stuff. So whoever the first guy was to break it, that's like so who was your sources? Oh, you know, like I can't tell you that. It's like so then you lied because you put out incorrect, uh, you know, info, and then now you can't verify your source. So you lied. Th- that's how I feel at it. Like like me, I like I take that stuff with a grain of salt because yeah. to me, when somebody can question your integrity, if you can't verify what you're saying, then you lied. That th- that's all I'm gonna say about it. Like you either have facts or you don't. But you can say anything though. Here's okay. Here's what I I see and what I've kind of gone. Talk to me. Okay, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you real quick. <laughs> Let me speak to the mandem because he's he's wilding about my 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 journalists out there. Listen, in regards to that Baker Baker that OBJ uh, news fiasco that happened in Cleveland, when it comes to those unnamed sources, nine times out of ten, right? This is how it really goes sometimes. From what I've really researched and what I've seen. These news corporations, what the main thing that they, that they value is being obviously integral, being truthful, and making sure that they have everything right. Now, when it comes to a story like this that comes up and it's an important story, but it has to deal with sources who, if they are named in this situation, they could be compromised, as in teammates in Cleveland, they could be compromised or it could be a distraction. That's when I think that, okay, you are the writer, you tell your editor this, and then now he gives the go-ahead on whether or not this will be helpful to the story or not, which is why those sources were unnamed because it would have been a big compromise to those Cleveland teammates who actually said that, which is why I wasn't holding out hope that you know people actually said this about him despite all these reports that he's not a toxic teammate and he's not this and not that. No, he may still well be that. You never know. But because they were unnamed, that's why people feel like they have the need to just say that these people are lying when it comes more down to how important the story was, you know, what the story, what could be garnered from that story and what the publication would have been, as well as, you know, whether or not these sources could help the overall art argument 
towards the the story and you know the 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 thesis there. So that's why those sources were unnamed. But still, like I said before, I always believe that he was a better receiver than what Bacon Mayfield was making him to believe, and all these people and all these Cleveland fans to believe, and he proved that. So yes, kudos to him. But it's a little bit different from Tom Brady and you know Bacon Mayfield and all that different stuff. Like those are two different things for me. Um. Okay. So I like to touch on a point that that you made, and and okay. I and and look. Let me ask you a question. You personally, yes. Would you ever talk down on somebody that you wouldn't say it to their face? Me? Just you personally? No. Yes. And and you can no. be honest because because no. because people do it, right? So yeah, you know that's do it, yeah. yeah. But no, uh, so, I wouldn't do it. No. Okay, so let's say so hypothetically, let's say if you're talking bad about somebody to me, right, in private, in our in would, our organization. No, 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 no. Let's just say just in general. Okay. If you're talking bad about somebody. That's a little bit different than at that point. No. Okay, let me see where you're going with this. All right, go ahead. So, like, you know, like, okay, you know what? Matter of fact, let's just say our organization, right? Yes. We we, we, we work for um, ESPN. Okay, yes. And let's say that there's this guy here that you think is a really bad co-worker. And you're you're telling me, yeah, like he's a bad co-worker because X, Y, Z, right? Would you? So, if you're so... If you're so if you're telling me this, would you tell the guy that like that you're complaining about to his face that he's a bad coworker? Um, it depends, but for me personally, no, I wouldn't do that. But some people wouldn't do that though. No, no, not would you. I'm saying, like, if you no, I'm saying like if he asked you, or let's say like he's like, yo, like I heard that you know that you were saying something, like, is this true? Would you tell him that you said it? Me personally? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it. Okay, see now. Okay, now see to me now. So that's, that's one in a million, though. Well, like, people could go the other way. Oh, well, no. So, to me, like, okay, okay so like what I'm saying is that, see, I think that that's wrong then. Because then I, I think if, like, you know, if if you can't say something to somebody's face, oh, then... sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, oh, I would tell him. Me, oh, oh yeah, sorry, okay, sorry, yeah. okay, I would okay. tell him. I would tell him. Yes, okay, so okay. It, it also depends on the, on the situation, like, you know, some things can't be said but it depends you know people because you know people might just take it the wrong way but it doesn't depend no but to me then you shouldn't say it period that's like what i'm trying to say so my thing is what i'm trying to say is so now going back to like these unnamed players in cleveland to me the reason that it's not credible is because one we don't know who you are it does not matter about the entire because like i said how can i believe anything if everything is just unidentified sources Team player, whatever. How how can I believe it? But I just told you the whole process for that, though. No, yes, because companies they like you know like they want people to feel like they're protected and whatnot. But my no, thing not, is not not just that, but if the story is important, and mm-hmm. if they feel as if like if the editor feels as if these sources could help out the overall argument of the story, then they're going to use these guys. They wouldn't just waste their time on guys who are unnamed. Like, but I'm saying, but I'm saying though. I, okay, but see, but you're going as if they have sources. What I'm saying is we don't know because, again, you can easily lie because what if, okay, because what if it doesn't fit your narrative that Odell was a good teammate and that guys actually liked him? So now no player has told you this, but if I go right, an unnamed player told me X, Y, Z, now you can fit your narrative and nobody can check you on it. 
that's what I'm saying that you have to take that with, with the like with the like with a, with a grain of salt because then you'll just be just believing anything. You're right, but there's also a reason. Okay, so you take these stories with a grain of salt, but there's a reason why they're rare, right? Because you don't really want to publish stories that have unnamed. Sources. What do you mean it's rare? Like what's rare? Having unnamed sources. No, you see that a lot. No. Unidentified team source, like you know, like a. a how often? Do you, how often do you see that compared to the regular articles that are published today? If I you, click. Like, let's say, for example, if I go on Bleacher Report and, and if okay. I find an uh an article, a th- like uh like it's almost uh, I'd say eighty percent chance that somebody in those articles is saying personnel in the locker room, locker room or backroom staff. But it's like who? Like I could easily just say that. So that's what I'm saying is that I don't like. So to me, backroom I, staff is a little bit different, though. No, I know, but I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I wouldn't take anybody serious. That that like that would be too scared to be named. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because if Odell was that bad of a teammate, then you saying this should not cause this much of an uproar. Then for you to feel you have to hide your identity, because 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 calling somebody no, because calling somebody a bad teammate is a universal thing in terms of the general consensus in the locker room would be he's a bad teammate. If he's really a bad teammate, most players would agree with you. Now you might not no. like him. What are you talking about? That's not true. Okay, That's no, not true. You could just feel no. how you feel about him because of what okay. he does. Okay, okay. So then you say that. Okay, so then okay, so then why didn't the story say some some I, I like? So then the story should have said identified players have their own issues with Odell. Not that he was a cancer in the locker room, and because then because that's your um what's it called thing? That's your opinion because plenty of players have come out and defended him. So then the general census of the like of the locker room must not be that he's a cancer. You might not just like him. So you might call him a cancer. But that doesn't mean that that's what he is because you don't like him. But, okay. So if the general census is that people believe he's a good teammate, right? Like you said. And this player comes out and said that he's not a good teammate, in my opinion. Automatically, if he says his name in this, in this mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. he's compromised. As in, no, he's, he's not. Like the odd one out. Yes, he is. He's the odd one out, pretty much. Okay, because yes. The general census but, says that, he, that he's wrong. So that's okay, why yes. he's, so then he's not a bad teammate. He said, What? So then he's not a bad teammate because no, but that's, most, a, that's opinionated, though. Like, because, that's opinionated. No, no, yes. But to call somebody a cancer, like, but to, but like to use the term like cancer in like the locker room, then you can't just that's call just somebody. A, I know, but you can't some, I know, but you can't call somebody a locker room cancer. A general locker room, them. then they're not a locker room cancer. You just Wait, don't like him. Say so. that again. You broke up. Say that again for me. Oh, uh, I think I might still be breaking up. But no, no, you're not you breaking me? up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I, okay. So I was saying, if if the general consensus of the team is that he's not a cancer, but you think he's a cancer, then he's not a locker room cancer, because if he's because if he's a locker room cancer, then the majority wouldn't like him. But if the majority like him, then how can he be a locker room cancer? But that's still your opinion, though. Like, no, it's not. I don't no, get it. no, it's just, not. Just because the the majority says he is doesn't make it a fact. If he's a though. cancer. Okay. Okay. No, but I'm saying, but if the, no, but if the majority, okay, if the team is the majority, if a majority of the players are saying that are saying that that uh he's a great teammate, he's probably a cancer to you, but not to the overall team. 
if the majority mm. doesn't reflect that. Which is so maybe to you, maybe to you, like push. you don't like him, or like you know, like maybe you guys have your, you know, your differences. So to you, he's probably like a cancer, or don't get along, or whatever. But the general consensus is they like him. So how can he be a locker room cancer? Yeah, but it, that's why it was one person, anonymous teammate caused. I'm reading an article right now. Anonymous teammate caused Odell Beckham malcontent. One guy. So he, he did think that Odell was a cancer, or he did think he was he was a bad fit for the organization that's his opinion which is why he was unnamed and which is why you know the most people in, in this situation are saying that he wasn't a cancer because it was only one guy that came out and said that but you're going as if there's even a guy that said that but that's what the article <laughs> i mean yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that's what it said Exactly. So you just believe everything that you read, as long as no, I don't. Somebody no, that... hit, no, you're going back in the circles again. Like we no. no. Okay, wait. So then I'm asking. I don't you. believe everything so I, I read, when you... but I so I know when you... that when this article is published, they don't just publish it just to publish it. Like this. No, but that gets clicks. It means it's Beckham. Like it'll get clicks. That's what they want is for you to click. Nobody reads articles anymore. Why do you think that? Like nobody buys like newspapers. Why do you think everything goes digital? Like you know, it's like um, like these companies. But people still did they get paid through clicks, which brings more revenue because of the ad services that pay to be on to you know to uh be on their page. So if you write anything that seen that's seen as negative about a big player that's popular, that's gonna get clicks. You want clicks. So what I'm saying is, if you're gonna just believe because he's saying an unnamed player said it, that's fine. You can believe it. But then I'm saying, so then how do you differentiate? When you don't want to believe it, because if somebody came out right now, and let's say you know, like like I said, you know, like um, unnamed Jets player says that Robert Sala is racist, right? Whatever, right? Let's say he's racist towards white people because I think he's black or whatever. So let's say he's racist towards like white people. You probably wouldn't believe it because you'd be like, "Well, it's the first that I'm hearing of it." This no, is no, 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 no. It, It's not about no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't automatically believe it right but i would still have some thought in my mind that maybe this could possibly lead somewhere you never know you yeah just yeah never know. but i'm asking so like when you, so like where do you differentiate what you choose to believe in terms of whenever it's not an identified when source? more reports about this comes out that's when i choose to differentiate this one came out it was one report pretty much one report or like mm-hmm. a small report of it which is why mm-hmm. i didn't take it to the max that he was a cancer i'm saying that I'm not holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. I'm, I'm not holding out um, the possibility of him being mm-hmm. a cancer to whoever the teammate said he was, you know? That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But from the general census of what people have been coming out and saying about him, he's not a cancer. He's a good teammate, blah, blah, blah. He does it. He's a hype guy. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, a, he's a leader. So with that being said, that report is pretty much washed out by all the good reports here and there, which is why I didn't believe it too much. But still, a thought in my mind, though. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not believing that report fully, but it's still a thought in the back of my mind. Like I'm gonna have that thought, and still gonna be lingering wherever wherever Odell goes. Yeah. And if he does have a problem with some teammates, then I'll go back to that Cleveland report. I'm like, well, there was this one report that said that he was a bad teammate. Or he was a mild content. He had a a terrible attitude. So maybe there is some truth to that. I don't know, but maybe there is some truth as to why he's having problems now. Uh, well. Yeah, well, how I look at it as if I'm a reporter, which, okay. you know, I, I know that you have more experience in like the writing and reporting field than I do. 
Um, but if I was a reporter, if I can't name you as a source, like I will. Okay, so like, right? Yes. Like, if I so like, I would use an unidentified source, right? Like, like I would write it. I'd say, you know, according to my unidentified, you know, personnel in the locker room, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But if my integrity comes into question and I can't name who my source is because I'm not allowed to, then I wouldn't use you as a source because I wouldn't want my integrity to be canceled. I mean, to be uh, questioned because then, you know, cause let's say like, if you put out like a real like scandalous story, right. Mm-hmm. And everybody's asking, yo, like, where'd you get this? Like, you know, like, like this source from like, no, you know, like, no, Edwin's lying. This is clearly not true. You know, like, no, he doesn't really have any sources. Now that puts your integrity on, on the line. And, and you can really have a source. But then you're like, oh, I don't want to name him. It's like, I don't want to be named. Okay, yes. But I wouldn't let somebody not wanting to be named be at the detriment of my integrity. Because now, because he doesn't want to be named, if, if people think that I'm a liar, if, if I'm writing articles, nobody ever believes me. <laughs> like, so then how does the story get out then? How does the truth get out then at that point? But that no, but no, but that's the thing though. To me, there is no truth if I can't identify the source. So that's like, <laughs> yeah, because because things can only be the truth when they could be fact checked. Like, but if you can't check something to see if it's true because you don't know the source or or like you don't know like where this is coming from, then how can you tell if it's true or not? So then that's just when you would just have to use like kind of like a better judgment kind of thing and make your own call. But it's still not a fact because now you're just using your best judgment. How can you fact check a guy being cancerous to a team, though? Because I tell you what, I tell you what, let's say if, like, let's say like if the player was was uh, was a uh, Baker Mayfield. Right. Okay. And let's say and let's say uh, according to Brown's quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham was not good for the locker room, et cetera. I'd much more believe that. But you can because fact now, check why would you, you can fact check that Baker Mayfield said that, but you can't fact check him being a good teammate or a bad teammate. No, you, no, no, no. Yes, you can't. But the reason that to me that's more believable is because you've attached yourself to it now. So now you know that if it proves that you're lying or whatnot, now you know that this could affect you. To me, if you're an unidentified source, you can say anything with no re- with no repercussions. So I think having those repercussions makes me much you can't more believing anything now. Well, no, but you can because no, what? because like I said before, going back to the original point, this mm-hmm. unidentified source has to contribute to the over large, the overarching, uh, you know, argument to the article. Whatever he says has to be like it really makes sense for us to really use it. But oh no, for, oh, you know, you know, for a principle, we can't use your name because you oh, don't no. want us to. Oh no, yeah, no. Look, I agree with you. Am I breaking up or not? Like, no, I, no, you're not. You're not. You're okay, not, you're no, not, I'm you're good. not. All right, yeah. So I agree with you. You like when when I said anything, like I don't literally mean anything. What I'm saying okay. is, let's say like if you don't like a player, I'm saying you can just talk about him freely and in terms of like you can slander his name and everything because now you don't have to worry about the re- about the repercussions of your actions. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. yes. So that's like what I'm saying is that if you attach a name. So, like, let's say, like, if I break a breaking uh, story, according to my, you know, like, a, according to X, Y, Z, like, I'd, like, name my source. That way, you just know I'm just, the, I'm just the messenger. If this comes out to not be true, then I don't want you thinking that I wrote this. I'm just reporting what my source told me, which is X, Y, Z. 
I wonder how Greg feels about this. <laughs> I wonder what he had to say about this. You know, I think that also... Greg would agree, honestly, because he was um because Greg was pretty annoyed with the whole Tom Brady thing when I was looking in the group chat like about how like these like reporters are just trying to like get clicks and whatnot. So I think he kind of agree. It's like so now who was your source what, exactly? That... Whose point? Because it's like, so who was your source that told you that Tom Brady was retiring? Because now Adam Schefter and the other guy, your credibility is now in question. And to me, they were one of the most repetitive. Like they were like, and obviously journalists get things wrong because journalists don't get the information just themselves. They have sources. Yes. Mm -hmm. But now if, but now if an incident like this happens where now people might question your, like your um, word. They should have question Adam Schefter off of one mistake. Like he's no, had more bro. right than wrong. So okay, yeah, but now, right? But now, right? People won't just automatically just go off of just your word now. So now, like before, when Adam Schefter said, like, like when he said something to me, it was done. Like so, like let's say if he said Kenny Kenny Galladay signs with the New York Giants, Can you stop saying anything regards to your team, please. No, but, use the no, no, example. But no. No, but I'm using an example. I'm saying, yeah, forget about your example. Use a different team. Like if he said that, but like if he said that to me, he signed. But now moving forward, oh, I'd be stop like, it. you're gonna be, you're gonna be skeptical about whatever he says now moving forward. Not really? skeptical, but I'd wait to see because usually it's like a dominoes effect. Like you know, like once like one person tweets it, then if it's true, then everybody else kind of goes with it, right? So now in the future, I'd wait till I see. Like you know, like uh, like Ian Rappaport now. Like I'd, I'd wait to see. You're killing me. Uh, you're killing me. Seriously. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. I mean, hey, we'll see what happens. I guess. Let me If somebody lies on you, one time, that's all that it takes. Like if somebody steals from you, that's all that like that it takes for you not to trust them like that. Like so. So now, not that I wouldn't just believe him. Period. Because I, I don't think that he would just start messing up like that. But now, I'd be like. All right, let's see like what Ian Rapport says. Like stuff like that. Like where like where uh before all that all that I needed was just his tweet. Now mm -hmm. I'd be like, all right, let me see like what everybody else is saying. Not that he's wrong, but let me see what I, like let me see like what everybody else is gonna say about what he just said. Mm. All right, yeah, I mean, you I know, guess we'll see. I guess take what the grandson will is saying here. But yeah. let's move on. So Niners are out, Chiefs are out, Chiefs are out. the Rams. That's the debate. You said what? I said I like that debate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just came out of nowhere. I'm not gonna hold Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That was like oh. one like some uh, or like those uh, organic things. <laughs> organic? What? Yeah, that was like an organic art. We weren't even planning on talking about that. <laughs> oh my yeah, I guess. And I have to put that inside the description for you know the show this time. <laughs> damn, like look at you. You see what you do to me, bro. Seriously. Uh, damn, my fault, bro. My yeah, fault. so whatever. It's whatever. So who you got for the Super Bowl? Actually, I know you asked me that before, but I'm gonna go with the Rams here because. I think this moment is big, and I think that it's one that Matthew Stafford will, will rise to, which is why Bengals are a little bit young still. They're confident, which is playing to their favor. We saw that last week or yesterday, for that matter. But Matthew Stafford, uh, he's going to be one and done for me. He's going to come here, Super Bowl, and win it. That's what I'm predicting. Agreed. Okay. They and and right if I'm being honest with you, I mm -hmm. think it'll be a blowout. Ooh, I'm not a sure high scoring blowout. Not, not going to be a blowout for me. Definitely not. Like I'm definitely saying, like forty something, twenty something. Like, what? I, 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 yeah, man. Like that's if there was any team to blow out the Bengals, it would have been the Chiefs, not, not the Rams. No, but at the same time, though, the Bengals defense is—I mean, the Chiefs defense is not good. They like they were the 27th ranked defense in the NFL. 
So, I mean, but that's, that's anything. The, I, mean, I don't think that you can't go off that stat anymore. You have to go off of that because you because know, what you do better. because what you do over an eighteen game span is much more than what you did for two weeks in the playoffs. Like so that so like. The 18 weeks gives me a much larger overall picture. Than no, just that, that is true, but that yeah, so, has to be so better I have to go by that. in time of, of the week. It, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. They got better. Matter. They didn't have Melvin Ingram at the beginning of the season. It doesn't. Okay, but they had Melvin Ingram for most of it. Not most of it now. When was they it got most him. of it? Was it most yes. of it? How many games did he play? Let me look that up real quick. Didn't he play like eight games? Like eight or like nine That's games? not most of it. Yes, it is considering that considering that they don't play 18 games. <laughs> All right, let me let me let me see. Let me, hold your horses. Okay? Go ahead, go ahead. Hold your horses. Go ahead. Jeez, man. This guy always wants to bring out the facts. Here we go. Let's see what we have here. So he played. He played. It's not showing. Okay, here we go. Here. Actually, no. Game started. Game's playing. Oh, okay. So okay. Oh, so he did play. Most of the season, yes. He okay, did. thank you. Okay, the Chiefs played since the, the Green Bay game, which is Week 19. So, wait, yeah. actually, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not most of the season. Not that's most of the season. Well, nine would be most of the season because you play. Eight. Well, no, because you play. How many games they play? They played. Point is, point is, point is, point is, point is, Melvin Ingram. Isn't no big superstar like a Nick Bosa that they got and they didn't have him. That team ranked twenty seventh on defense. They're like their defense is not that good, okay. and and you are able to get at the Chiefs. So you're saying a blowout here defense. for the Rams. What I'm saying is that Rams defense is not that Chiefs defense, and that and that uh, Bengals offensive line being as shaky as it is, like yo, the Titans sacked this guy nine times, bro, and and the Titans defensive line is, is like isn't even all of that. And they sacked him nine times. Yeah, and, and the Chiefs sacked him one time like, the next game. Yes, like, and the Chiefs. Def- yes, and the Chiefs def- defensive line is not like that either. What? Now, what? now, it, bro, Chris what? Jones, Chris Jones, who Frank Clark Robert Ingram, who's been playing ball, he's been balling this playoffs, and Frank Clark, not that bad. It's not a step. It's not a bad drop off. They ranked twenty seventh. It does not <laughs> oh compare. It does not compare to Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd, Von Miller. It does not. It does. It does not. I think Joe Burrow is gonna have a very long day. I, I, I like, like, I think that he's. I think that he's gonna be running around a lot. How many sacks do you think that that defense will get on Joe Burrow? Six. Six? Nah, hell no. Six. You're hell Six. no. Hell Six. no. Six. Hell no. What are you talking about, man? Who? What are you talking who's blocking about? Blocking Donald and and Six? Von. Yes, six? six, six, nah, nah. So, At okay, six. At okay, six. You, you want to place a wager on that, buddy? Yeah, 50. 50? 50. No. <laughs> but, but are, wait, but are you not confident? Let's no, I don't want, I don't want to wage that much money. No, that's, that's but are you no, wait, but are you not confident? I'm very, no, I'm, I'm confident, very confident to wage money, but not to wage that much money, though. No, I'm saying, are you confident that Joe Burrow will be sacked less than six times? Less than six times? Yes, I am. So but I'm not putting 50 on it. Let's put 20. Well, then you're not that confident. Okay. No, no, no. I'm anyway. wage $20 on it. How about that? 50 beans. I am that confident. What the heck? We always wager $20. Like, what's going on now? Why are you gonna wager 50 now? All of a sudden. Because you putting it into question, my I'm 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 saying let's do 50. If you that because you said hell no, hell no. So if you that confident, 
then that's easy for the odds for you. No, I'm going because in the back of, of your of your head, you twenty five like, Because in the back of your mind, you like he might get sacked six times for real. No, I'm not. Like, it's a, no, it's not. It's, 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 I, it's, I, I, no, have, no, no, no. That is not what I'm thinking. Acting like they don't have the best defensive tackle. No, matter of fact, forget defensive tackle. The Rams have the best def- defensive lineman in the NFL. That is not what I'm thinking, Will. You still I'm got Von that. Miller, who's still a problem. Then you got Leonard Floyd. Bro, nah. Leonard Floyd. You named Leonard Floyd before you named Von Miller? Come on now. I said, what? I said Aaron Donald. Then I said Von Miller. Then I said Aaron Flo- Uh, Oh, you yeah. did? You broke up for that point. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is Joe Burrow is going to have. 25. Joe Burrow is going to have 30. a very nah. long day. He, like, he, <laughs> like he's going to have a very no, long day. He's going to be running a lot. No, he's going to be running a lot. No, and he's I gonna don't be running that. a lot, maybe, but not six. He's not gonna get sacked six times. That's not happening. Okay. Okay. It's not happening. It's okay. not happening. It's not happening. But I'm gonna go with the Rams here, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams here. I'm gonna I, go I, I, I don't think that it will be that close. And I'm and and I'm predicting. I think that Jamar Chase is gonna score, but I think that he, but I think he's gonna have a quiet game in terms of like what he's been doing. But I think that I okay. think that he's are you confident scoring. they're gonna blow up the, the Bengals? I'm saying they win by more than two touchdowns. More than two, 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 that's not a blowout, really. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. No, it's not really. It kind of is. 30, 31 17 is not a blowout. It's not a blowout. Come on now. Yeah. It's not. You said 20 points. So I'll make the $50 wager for you if okay. we do this. You say, okay, I'm here. They sack, they sack Joe Burrow six times and they blow him out by 20. Or they blow him out by, by um, let's say, more than 17 or more points. I, I just said two touchdowns. To me, that's but a blowout. 17, 17 or more points is not two touchdowns. Like, if you lose 20 to, 20 to, 20 to 34, like, okay, so in my two opinion. Touchdowns is a, is a two-possession game. That's that's a three-possession no. game. If, if it's 17 points, that's three-possession no. right there. No, wait. My thing is, if you okay. lose, uh, like, so if you lose, let's say 20 to 20 to 34, right? Okay. To me, you just got smacked. That's 20 to that's 34. That's not getting smacked. Yeah, yes, it is. A couple of plays could easily tie that game. Definitely. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it didn't. Okay, so but that's not going to smack, though. That's 20, not going to yes, smack. 20 to 34, you got – if you lose – Okay, okay, okay. Let, let me give you a scenario. Let me give you a scenario. That means right? that you've been dominated most of the game. No, 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 no. No, it does not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, if, if the game is – if the game right now mm-hmm. is is – Let's say the Bengals are down by twenty-seven to 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 what's it called? I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Twenty-seven to oh sorry, twenty to twenty-seven. One minute left in the quarter. Joe Burrow throws a pick. They got dominated the, the whole game. Did wait? Do wait? Did, did, do I did, the bang, did the Bengals get dominated the whole game if Joe Burrow throws a pick six in the last minute of the game mm-hmm. to make it twenty to thirty-four? Yes. Because then why? Because then why wasn't the game closer? It's a one possession game. <laughs> I'm talking about field goal, nothing. Like you, so Wait, you so you so you just down by seven. <laughs> oh well, yo, no you way you're down saying by seven. this. No way you're saying this right now. He said, "Why wasn't the game closer? A touchdown is a one possession game." Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. For your specific scenario. Then no, but in a general census, not many people are losing by fourteen because they throw a last second pick six. So 
generally that doesn't happen. So for your scenario, fine. Also, if you score a garbage time, like a garbage uh, time, like last like minute touchdown with like 10 seconds, 20 seconds left, fine. Then you can get down it, fine. But if you lose the game, let's say 20-34 again, you got dominated. No, you got dominated, but you didn't get blown out, though. It's the same thing. No, it's not. You, you can still get oh dominated in the game without getting blown out. That's facts. That's if facts. you get dominated, that means that it wasn't an evenly contested match, which means that you got smacked. Like, because then you can't get dominated and then the game still be close. Like, you can't get dominated and yes, be close. Can. Bro, if me and you fight. mistakes by the, by the dominating bro, team can make you close. Bro, if me and you fight. Okay. And if people say, Will dominated you. Does that mean that it was a fair fight? No. Do it mean that it was close? No. Because you got dominated. So but it's the same that, thing. That's a, little bit, that's a little bit different, though. Oh, I'm my God. Okay, let's, let's oh, talk. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about football. Like, we're talking about football right now, all right? Okay, okay. okay. Let's say, for example, mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't even know what example to give, to be honest. Okay, okay. so would you say the Rams dominated the, the Niners in the first half? Oh, I'm sorry. No, would you say the Niners dominated the Rams in the first half? Oh, I was about to say. Wait, what? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Okay. I'd, that's say, I, I'd say that it was both only matched. All right. So, would you say the Chiefs? I think that halftime was 10 to 7. It was 10 to 7. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I would say yes, that the Rams, no, no, but what I would say is that the Niners looked better. That first half, but but they didn't dominate, but they looked like the better team. So like, let's say like, so again, let's say like, if like that first half like was a fight, then the Niners would have won, even if it was just tied seven seven. Like not even because it was ten seven. Like if it was seven seven, to me, that's a victory for the Niners. Okay, so, what about what about the Chiefs game? Chiefs, you, would you say the Chiefs dominated that first half? Yes. Okay, but it was still they were, the Bengals were still down by eleven points, mm-hmm. and they still had a chance to come back. That well, they, no, they, they, well, no. considering how the way that game was they going, they no, were wait. lucky to be they down by 11 points. Well, well, no, they weren't down by 11 going into half, wasn't it? 21 to 3? No, it's 21 to 10. They scored the touchdown by oh, by yeah, in the quarter. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So they were still uh, dominating in that half, that. they were still dominating in that half, but they were mm-hmm. still lucky to be down by 11 going into the halftime. Okay, yes, what I'm trying to say here is that it's they, like, yes, that's a half though. I'm I'm talking about for a majority of the game if you lose by 14. I'm not talking about halfway through. I'm just talking about, like, at the end of four quarters. So, I mean, yeah, you know, it's a little different for halftime. But at the end of four quarters, if you lose by 14 points, generally you you were getting dominated. Mm. Uh, look, so it's like – Okay, dominated is one thing, but to get so blown like, out like is another thing, you, though. So, so, like, okay. So, That's it's different. like when me and you – It's all right. It's all right. It's I'm like when me and you play Madden. Okay. I dominate and I blow you out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's the same thing. You tried it. <laughs> it's the same you thing. You tried it. Okay. You're not we're, good. From that point on, we're, we're moving on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on, guys. All right. So we have some news regarding the Jazz camp that Joe Ingles is now officially done for the season with an ACL tear on his left foot. Um, He's 34 years of age in his final year of his contract, and it was a runner-up last year for – the sixth man, man of the year award that he lost to Jordan Clarkson, by the way. His so, teammate. His teammate, yes. Which is not a bad way to lose out, to be honest. But anyway. I already know what you're about to ask me, and the question is no. What am I about to ask you? 
should they bring him back? No, I'm not about to ask you that. Oh, okay, okay. I was, was going to say, you know, in the past couple of years, it's been injuries to Bogey for playoffs. It's been an injury last year to Donovan Mitchell. Okay. You know, and Mike Conley a little bit here and there. Uh, and now it's Joe Ingles for this year. So, yeah. once again, can the Jazz come overcome this idea of being an injured team going into the playoffs um, and make a run to the championship? Can they can they overcome it because they yeah, overcome, like you know yeah overcome the, the significant injury of Joe Ingles because he's a, he's a he's an important player to the to that team he really is can they overcome um, that injury to make it to the to the championship this year? I think I think that they can still win a championship even with uh, without Joe Ingles. If I'm being honest, I mean you know yes it weakens their bench, but as long as they can generally stay healthy with the other pieces, then I'm not really seeing a problem. Okay. Okay, so, all right, so the Warriors, the Suns, the Grizzlies now, they don't scare you to the point where, like, Joe Ingles will be missed enough for them to not really compete with these top teams and their bench depth, for that matter? Well, the Grizzlies don't have great bench depth. The Warriors kind of have some good depth, but most teams' benches aren't really that stacked. Like, like most teams kind of live and die by what their starters do, so – to have a so to have good bench options is like a luxury. Hmm. Okay, but it's not a necessity in my opinion. But I think to win a championship, then it is a necessity. But in general, to me, it's a luxury to have that because not a lot of teams have a solid bench unit. Okay, and then but, and then they'll still have Clarkson coming off of of the bench as well. So I, I think that they I think that they're good enough to overcome it. I don't think that they will because I don't think that they'll win a chip, but they could. All right. All right. No, they have right there, guys. Well, I'm gonna say no to be honest, because every year it happens where this team just has a significant injury to one of their key players, and for some reason we always go back to us blaming that player's injury for the reason why they can't win in their postseason. So I'm gonna go with the the idea that they're not gonna be able to overcome this once again. You have to have Donovan Mitchell play out of his mind once again, Mike Conley to contribute. But as it looks right now, Joe Ingles is a massive loss. And not mean, really much for honest, defense. But if we're being honest, they were going to need Dom, Dom, uh, Mitchell to play out of his mind anyways. Yeah, but he would have still had Joe Ingles to have, you know, some backup. <laughs> now he has no Joe Ingles. Yeah, but... but And that yeah. team's philosophy is live and die by the three. Now you lost one of your best three-point shooters. Yeah, but again, though, what separates them from the, like, I mean, like, they still have, like, a better bench unit than the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, okay, that's one thing, yes. Well, I, well, I mean, but, like, I'm only, like, bringing them up because, the, like, that's who you used, like, when you were first, like, uh, kind of talking about it. Yeah, because the Grizzlies are top, on top of them right now. So, I mean, they're yeah. in the West, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah nah, I think that they'll be okay, if I'm being honest. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. All right, now let's get into our NBA recap before we head out of here. I'm not going to read the whole gist, but I'm just going to give you guys what happened last night. Lakers and Hawks. Lakers lose a close one, one twenty one to one twenty nine. Lakers Hawks, suck. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into that, but yeah. My God, they're bad. Clippers. Clippers blow out the Hornets on the road, one fifteen to ninety. What a win for them. Yeah, Bulls blow out the Trailblazers, one thirty to one sixteen. I mean, the game was never really close, but you know, at some point it was close. But when it got to the third quarter, it was not really close. Uh, Cavs lose on the road to the Pistons. Detroit basketball, one hundred five to one fifteen. Uh, Magic at the win at home, a two-point win at home, 110 to 108. 
by a go-ahead layup by my guy, Franz Wagner. Franz, Franz Wagner. Can you believe that? Anyways, uh, Nuggets blow out the Bucks on the road, 136 to 100. Wow. Tams get the win against the Jazz. Here we go. The Jazz again, 126 to 106. I guess Joe Ingles is a big loss now. And Suns get the win at home, 115 to 110. Now, Will, here it comes. Show me the money. Some of these games are already in session right now as we speak. But I'm watching. Oh, you are? Mm. Okay. So he are losing to the Celtics 21 to 7. Who do you have in this game? Damn. Who do you have in this game, bro? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Celtics. Okay. Pelicans and Cavaliers. It's 34. Okay. Clippers and Pacers, 50-54 for the Pacers. Clippers, there's no Sabonis. Okay, Grizzlies are leading the 76ers, 46-55. Sorry, I'm just joking. No, the Grizzlies are losing. They're losing, yeah. You didn't hear uh, that the last part? I'm just joking. Oh, uh, okay, Damn. yeah. Give me the, give me the, uh, give me the, ooh, give me the 76ers. Knicks are up by 10, 23-13 against the Kings at home. Yeah, Knicks. Hawks, down by one point, 20-19 against the, the Raptors at home. Raptors. <laughs> All right, so here are games that are not in session right now. Warriors and Rockets. Warriors. Trailblazers and the Thunder. Blazers. All right, there you have it right there, guys. Be sure to check out and see if Will is right with his predictions. He usually is wrong, but then again, that's another story for another day. This man, Andre Drummond, got nine rebounds. It's not even halftime yet. This man is different on the glass. Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, guys. Well, what another great, fantastic episode. Once again, shout out to NBA. Shout out to my guy, Will. Shout out to Game Breakers. And make sure to continue to support us, and the grind does not stop. Well, any last words? Robin? Oh my say, say it again. Shut up, bro. Just shut up. <laughs> That's your last words. All right? All right, guys. We are you, out. You're such an angry short man. No, no. You can't talk after I say we are out. It doesn't flow properly.